What's up, guys? It's Essence. And Renee. And welcome back to Her, Her Soul, Soul Speaks. Speaks. We back. Yes. All right. So let's get into it. Wow. Just like that. Okay, let's go. I, okay. Well, how are you, Essence? Uh, you know, <laughs> let's act like we didn't see each other like for the <laughs> whole morning. Um, okay. So let's get into it with Her Soul Sings. Perfect. Okay. Let's get into it because this Her Soul Sings thingy <laughs> is special. Oh, yes, boy. it is special. Okay. So... Based on our topic of the day, that is what has inspired our Her Soul Sings. So we are both going to be sharing a song that we actually used in some capacity during our weddings. So, Essence, what is your song? Well, my song, I I am going to always say that I had the best wedding music uh, out of every wedding I've ever been to. Oh, she's so humble, guys. Wait, I, you know, <laughs> puffing up that chest. I just, hey, hey, listen, you were a part of my wedding it's music. It's true. It's true. So I'm I mean, you brag that, on yourself. It's okay. Yeah, I'm going to brag okay. on you. I'm going to brag on my friends. Shout out to everybody who was involved in my wedding music who sang and played instruments and all that stuff, guys. I had like, me and my husband are very passionate about music. We're very particular. And so we just... Yes chose these songs and my song is you are holy yes listen uh, it's a banger i'm gonna recommend the ibc version to you because that one renee said that one is the best and i think i agree with her that one is the best so you are holy by ibc um that is my rehearsal sing song for this week what's yours um so mine is actually the song that i walked down the aisle to um, oh, and it's in nice. your presence by Jeremy Camp. So I just looped like the guitar intro. I just really, really like that song. Super nice, super simple. I don't even like. That's just reminding me. Like I haven't heard from Jeremy yeah, in a bit. And in you a know, minute. and you know who I haven't heard of too. Mm-hmm. Um, the same guy I asked you. Whatever happened to him? Uh, Jimmy. Jimmy Needham. J- Jimmy Needham. Yeah, I haven't heard any music from him in a, in a, in a while. These guys are up to. Those are like OG Christian, like yeah. new convert. You guys should check them out too. Jimmy Needham and um Jeremy Camp. Yeah. Yeah. Super good. All right, cool. So we're going to move on right to our game. And so the game that I have for this week also ties into our theme because oh. I feel like being super theme oriented today. Um, all right. So this game is called My Guy oh. or My Jesus. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I'm going to give you scenarios and okay. you're just going to tell me whether or not you feel like your guy would be down for that. Okay. Or would rescue you in that situation? Okay. Or would it have to be like, all right, no, Jesus is going to have to take wow, the wheel okay, for this I one. Like this on cool? Okay. All right. So first one, super easy. <laughs> Skydiving. Yeah. So Jesus. Um, <laughs> I First of all, I'm not jumping out no plane, off no cliff, off no building, off no bridge. She doesn't do heights. My heart is actually pumping as I'm speaking wow. about this. So I don't do that stuff. Jesus is the only one. Unless yeah. Gabriel's gonna swoop down like Superman or Spider Man and just save me. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go so with Jesus. It's Jesus on that. Yeah. Home. All right. So you are stuck in an elevator. Who's coming to the rescue, do you think? It's actually gonna be Gabriel. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna it? be my guy. Yeah. Because he just, he always wants to save people yeah. from <laughs> their issues. So I can oh see Gabriel probably like forcing the elevator door open in what some way, trying to go down through the rafters or something yeah. to get in. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, this one, raccoon invasion. Sadly, <laughs> because that, that actually happened to us, yeah. kind of, when a raccoon tried to attack us. And uh, I, I uh, practically, <laughs> practically, I'd say, what is it, my guy or my Jesus? Was yeah, it? I would say my guy. But that day when it actually did happen to us, did he save me? Not necessarily. So you needed Jesus. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so what about rock climbing and you missed your footing? 
who's coming yeah, to the rescue. Yeah, definitely my guy. Yeah? Obi Gabriel, he's, yeah. He's on that. Yeah. All right. How about jamming to music in the car? Is he down for that or is it a solo thing, you and Jesus? Okay, you know what, though? <clears throat> I'm going to say Jesus. Yeah? Because me and Gabriel, like, we, again, with the music thing, we're on par with that together. However, when it's just you and Jesus and you're in the car and you're just belting and you're just yeah, doing yeah, your yeah. thing, it hits different. Yep. So, it's like, true. Gabriel trying to be like, yo, listen to this track by Ishan Burgundy and he's rapping me the lyrics. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You're like, can uh, you be quiet? Can I hear? Yeah, like, you know, so, yeah, I'll take my Jesus for sure. For sure. All right. Working out together. <laughs> okay, because me and Gabriel have actually done this before, even though I don't really like working out with him, <laughs> um, I would say my the guy. Shade. And especially because, like, you know you're panting and yeah. puffing and puffing. I just want to do that on my own time. Yeah, you know. But Without we we did use the judge to we judge. We, <laughs> we did use to jog together, and it was like a good. It was a good thing. It was a good time. Yeah, it was a good time. Cool. Yeah. Grocery shopping. Can you guys do that together or no? <laughs> um. Shout out to the guys who grocery shop with their wives because it's yeah, it's not an easy time. It's guys. you know it's not it's not um. Okay, there are advantages and disadvantages, so I can't pick. I'm going to say Jesus. Yeah. 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 Just me. Yeah. I mean, he's like the perfect companion he's anyway, the perfect right? perfect companion. I have earphones in, I'm listening to some worship, and it's just me and Jesus. Got it. All right. And I want to know, lastly, you're watching a game. Can you survive it? Can you do that with your guy, or do you... You just want to do it by yourself, you and Jesus. I do want to do it with my guy. Yeah. Because I end up telling him everything after anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you should have seen Donchich hit this buzzer beater. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Seen, you know, Kyle Lowry sprained his ankle or something. And it's just not the same when you're watching highlights or whatever. Like, it's something that we do both enjoy. Yeah. So I, I would choose him. Nice. All right, guys. So we are actually doing... Um, a series, a relationship series. So you're yes. gonna want to make sure you tune in this week, next week, the week after, until we tell you it's done. Because <laughs> we're gonna be talking all about relationship stuff, marriage, and dating, courtship, whatever you want to say, all of that kind of stuff, all things yes. relationship. Um, so I know that no matter where you are on your Christian walk or non-Christian walk, wherever you are on your relationship walk, this will speak to you because. Renee have Renee and I have been through pretty much every phase of like being in the world, talking to talking to guys, being in the church, talking to guys, and then on the other side being married for a little bit of time, and then both of us being married like five plus years. Yeah. So um, I mean, you know, um, so we want to talk about godly relationships versus worldly relationships yes. today. So how would you so so for someone who doesn't know, like mm -hmm. what's the real re difference between a godly relationship and a worldly relationship? Is it just like two people who believe in God are in a relationship and then two people who don't are in a worldly relationship? Like how would you hmm. how would you That's define right. it and why is it important? Okay, so how would I define it? I mean, essentially that's what it is. Like, do you know what I mean? Like true. At bare minimum, it's just you have Jesus in your life and then you don't. And I think that um when you have Jesus, you have a moral compass, you have some standards, you have um, something to look to in terms of how to structure um, your marriage or relationship as in the world. I think it's kind of, I mean, even if you are dating with the intention of getting married, it's a little bit less purposeful. Mm. So I think those are the kind of the two main things. Like you just, 
walking in a purpose and then true just kind of we're just dating true you know I mean? true and even people who um well most christians i can't say all i don't know all christians but i would say <laughs> most christians when they get into a relationship they're getting into it for serious intentions yes um a lot of people especially on like reality shows that we'll watch or like instagram or i don't know youtube they get into relationships and they're quickly ready to cash in the divorce ticket yeah and be like well we're not compatible anymore yeah or we're this we're that people for the most part who are christians they get into a relationship with the long haul in mind yeah not to say people in the world get into a relationship thinking we're in divorce tomorrow but they're always right? kind of like well if i don't like him i can just yeah there's just a little bit more room for almost room for failure they make the yeah. room for failure within their relationships as opposed to you know, just having that determination to making it work. Yeah. Um, and you know what's funny? Sidebar here, guys. I was, I'm was i watching this show on Netflix, and it's called Indian Marriage. Oh, okay. no. It's called Indian Wedding, I think. And it's basically the whole series. It's reality. Like, it's not a fictional show. And it's all about um, Indian people, like young people in their 20s and 30s, being matched by a matchmaker because oh. we know in India arranged marriage is such it's prevalent it's a normal big thing yeah and even some of the couples who are doing the matchmaking are like from the states so Ooh. like Texas or Colorado or like wherever so it's so interesting to see um in the episodes their family has such a large influence on like them getting married yeah. and them their family telling them like you're well you know you're 29 now you got to get married you got to oh, get wow. married and it's so funny because um in the beginning of every episode, there's a couple who was in a, an arranged marriage yeah. who, um, you know, they just kind of talk about how they got together and they've been married 20 plus years, 25 really? plus years, 30, 35 plus years. And I always think about how us now in our yeah. day and age, we're all like, are we compatible? We need to it's go true. on a day. We need to do this. I need to know if he's this, this, that. These people are meeting a lot of the times, like one date, two dates, a handful of dates. If that, sometimes they meet like, the day before yeah like back in the day in the 60s and stuff they hardly even met one lady was seeing how her husband's grandfather saw her at a wedding Whoa. and then spoke to their families and like betrothed them to each other and really? then they met one time and then got married honestly that type of stuff i just can't wrap my <laughs> mind around it like and they're I, happily married for so I, long why well, do you think that is they must have the exact same mentality when it comes to marriage they must have the mentality that you know what this is who I'm going to be with. I'm going, you know what I mean? Like, it's true. This is our end the goal, intention like, behind it. Th yes, and that's why I think a huge difference. the worldly relationship versus godly relationship, let's look at it because world these relationships that I'm talking about are worldly relationships. I'm sure they have their own religion, their Punjabi, their Sikh, their whatever. Yeah. But the a lot of Christians go into it with the intention. Yes. They're going into it with the intention too, and that's why I think it works out. But if you don't go into it with intention intention for it to work out mind you not just i just like you and this is just the next step in our life or whatever yeah. but going into it with an intention that this is for the long haul and this is for the glory of god yes. most importantly that's a lot of the times how you have two people like on the same page and let me just note that just seeing seeing that based on the conversation or not the conversation but the show that you're watching they have a history um in terms of their culture yeah where marriage is looked at as something of esteem you don't yes, really find many true. divorces in, within that community so i think that that also plays a huge role in two things and i think as christians it's so important for us to set that standard and set that tone for you know generations to come that they see that marriage is serious marriage is something that does take hard work but if both people are committed like 
sky's the limit man it's yeah it's setting that example because i don't want to harp too much on like this indian like wedding thing but yeah it's it i was so intrigued on it i was so intrigued on it or in it or about it or whatever it word (laughs) makes more sense there i was and so i was so intrigued because these people are like 26 29 sometimes they're a little bit in you know up in their up there in their 30s which is why they're more like i need to meet people i need to meet people but their parents are in the background like this one mom said your brother and his wife can't have their baby until you get married i was like what why and he was like mom i'm not holding any back anyone back he's 20 26 i think like he's in by the world standards he's still young yeah in their culture you're agreeing right yeah. now <laughs> like, you, you're all oh, up there yeah and she explained it that wow. like marriage is such and um for christians it's a little bit different but in this culture specifically it's a family affair yeah you're not marrying the other person you're marrying their families which is true and that's literally what they say in the show they're yeah. like you're mar- we're marrying, marrying our families family, together yeah. and so she's like your brother and his and his wife they want to enjoy your wedding before they have a kid because oh. she knows if they have a kid or if they're pregnant or if they have a newborn, they're she not going to be enjoy able to her wedding. No, but they're not going <laughs> to be able to go to the wedding. You know, it's like a whole 12 day thing. They're going to be worrying ah. about a kid. They're going to be worrying about who can watch the kid and who's going to whatever. Yeah. So she's like, let them enjoy your wedding so that they can have a kid. And I'm like, wow, wow. like your mindset. That's, that's very interesting. The very, pressure, the pressure. <laughs> and so the thing about being a Christian is that, we're not looking at it from the same lens, but we're going into it with that same intention that this is something that is good. And this is something that you should be committed to. Yeah. Yeah. Lifelong and family definitely involved. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I would ask you if you think you can be in a relationship. Sorry, an arranged marriage? Because I'm going to stop you if that's what you're going to ask. Not in a <laughs> Well, let's be honest here. Um, Let's. Let's be honest. Would you be open to an arranged, not 29-year-old Renee sitting here today, like 23, 24-year-old Renee who actually got married, would you have been open to an arranged marriage? Be honest. Who's arranging it? Someone in church that you know and trust. <laughs> like your maid of honor, for example. Like your maid the, of So honor let's say the maid of honor in your, like, let's be honest, you kind of arrange your marriage anyway. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you know, you know. If you're listening to this podcast. And you know, but let's um, say your maid of honor from your wedding like pretty much arrange your marriage you didn't know this guy said he'd be great for you well would you well, let's, oh, knowing the success rate. and you literally just have to like meet them once and like be not like ne- oh my gosh this is such a great day so I not necessarily know. not necessarily <laughs> not necessarily once because even in this show like they're meeting they're going on several dates because they're, yeah. they're up to date like they're modern so they're going but yeah. the way that they're meeting is not through friends it's not through work it's not through yeah. whatever it's literally the matchmaker what she calls submitting a bio data of the person. So it will say your na- first and last name, your religion, your age, your everything yeah. about you. Oh and then submitting gosh. the paper and saying, what do you think about Renee? And then the guy says yes. And you say yes. And then you meet up that way. Well, yeah, like, of course he's going to say yes, but like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. no, but honestly, I don't know. I feel like it would have to be something that was normalized. Right. In your me. culture. Like, yeah. yeah. And like, just, yeah. Amongst like the community, like my parents, like that type of stuff. I can't see myself just being like, okay. Yeah. Like it's kind of like married up, at first the sight. End. Remember that show I used to love. Yes. I married do remember at first it, sight. And but- it was, if you guys have never heard of this show, it's, I'm sure many people have, but just to give you a small synopsis, a brief synopsis, it's basically a show where a whole bunch of people, just like this Indian wedding show on Netflix, I'm talking about, they come, 
um, a, you meet with like a psychologist and a marriage counselor and a spiritual advisor and like a whole team yeah. of people who meet everyone, like let's say 20 singles or 15 singles or whatever. And the, based on all of your stats, they arrange a marriage for you and you don't meet your spouse until you get to the altar and walking meet me at the altar like legit just (laughs) literally and you're trusting that these people based on the things that you're telling them you want and need based on the psycho psychological evaluations they've done on you based on all these things they're basically pairing you up based on what they know about it's literally a modern day arranged marriage yeah and you know what Oh man. And that's different because that's at first sight. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. That's at that's, first sight. That's honestly I'm not gonna marry you at difficult. the altar just for the first time. Like yeah. I'm gonna have to see you at least. Like marriage is like for real. Do you know what I mean? Like it is it's for real. It's long haul. There's it's covenant. It's you know what I mean? It's and that's the intention going it's into binding. It. Yeah. I just don't I don't think that it's something that I could do. But then again, it's culture, it's upbringing, it's, it's all of those things that play a part how about you like just wondering i think i can honestly i think i would be able to i just feel like um some people have i'm okay back to the show there's some people that i look on there who are very stubborn there's a guy on there from india he's a hot commodity like every girl wants this guy he met with he's been submitted over 150 bio datas of girls that have been matched to him he's only met with let's say 50 only out of the 150 he's turned all of them down Like his standards are extremely high. He's very stubborn. He's, you know, in his own path. But then there are people, this one girl, she's actually Guyanese, but she was willing to make it work with like anyone. She was, she was really open. And then just sometimes certain things just wouldn't work on the other end. I kind of feel like I'm open to it for, well, I'm already married, but I would be open to it for the reason that I'm pretty much open. Like as, as long as you're open and that's why I feel like it just really takes two people who are intentional and willing to make it work, yes. then I think like I'll be open to it. I'm not going to yeah. meet you at the altar for the first time, yeah, yeah. but I'm willing to take some recommendations from friends and family to meet up with you yeah. and then see what happens, see what from, happens there. from there. Fair. That's, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, I didn't have that experience, Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> it would be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. No. And you know what? I think that when you look at like our church, for example, like we got into relationships with guys that I mean I knew my husband since I was like ten years old. We went to the same middle school. Oh, um, so I mean that was, you know, that's definitely God though that we got back together, but um, or met back up. But even for yourself, right? Like you went to high school, um, with your husband, but you guys weren't dating in high school or anything like that. So it was, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it was because of the environment that our church created True. that we, you know what I mean? We it's like a low key arranged marriage. So yeah, because. <laughs> Like, you know, we, we go to the same church, we're in the same fellowship. You're so, you more likely I mean? to like, just choose just... from this pool of people anyway. Exactly. It's true. So it's, it's in a sense, it's kind of. It's kind of. It's kind of like that. So how how do you feel about hmm. people that are in the church, mm-hmm. saved, mm-hmm. Um, you know, Holy Ghost filled, Bible reading, praying, scripture quoting <laughs> Christians who um, are looking for relationships? But they don't see anyone that they feel they're compatible with within their church. Yeah. And so they decide to go elsewhere, whether that means they find someone that they're attracted to or interested in at school or at the workplace. They're not saved, this other person, but you know what I mean? Like, what do you think about that? Okay. 
there's um, a scripture that I should have written down in preparation for this episode, but I didn't. But the Bible talks about being unequally yoked. Yes. And um, it's basically um, the illustration of two, like, a, like a pair of ox. And you're putting a yoke on them, which is kind of like, uh, how do I describe it? Like, a um, you they're basically carrying load, basically. Okay. Bo- both yeah. ox are carrying a load each. Now what happens is if though, if they are able to carry the load, if their loads are equal and they're able to carry it together and the yoke is all set up, everything is set up perfectly. They're able to carry or carry the load properly. If you're unequally yoked, which basically means one, and this is obviously a very like choppy version of the real like scripture and the real illustration, but (laughs) just to give you like, you know, an overview, if one ox has a bigger load and if the yoke is not straight on both sides and balance, balance is the word I'm looking for. If the yoke is not balanced on both sides, one ox is carrying more of a load than the other. Yes. And so you cannot walk together. You can't journey together. You can't get from point A to point B from the ox trying to carry the load from point A to point B properly quick enough and efficient enough because they're unequally yoked yeah it just makes it a lot harder it makes it a lot harder thank you second corinthians 6 14 says do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers for what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness and what communion has light with darkness and literally like exactly what you're saying it's just kind of like you have one mentality you you want to look at a relationship in one way and then the other person has another mentality and they want to look at a relationship in a different way and like now you're just giving yourself an unnecessary battle literally amongst one another about how to navigate your relationship because you you guys just are unequally hooked have you ever been like holding hands with your husband or his arm around your shoulder or you guys linking arms and you guys are walking opposite oh feet? my goodness yes okay that yes. is like the modern day version of unequally yeah. yeah you're kind of bumping awkwardly together yeah. it's and like, it's why weird. does this feel like a three-legged race it, yes it's supposed to be a, a nice moment it's supposed <laughs> to be like a smooth ride so yeah then you one person has to kind of change their footing and then when your feet are in sync when you're walking in sync then you guys can take that walk together exactly properly and it feels comfortable for everybody and boom like like revelation right there like that's christian marriage walking together same you know what i mean like same tempo same footing everything it's just it's in a line and works together and it's not to say that um like there are some people like let's talk about um auntie sybil a young a young oh young at heart (laughs) a faithful older saint in our church who's been saved for like longer than we've probably been alive and her husband never got saved she was married before she came in the church yeah and her husband never became a christian she had an encounter with god she became a christian and she's been serving god ever since yes he um he hasn't served god alongside her but does that mean that she's going to divorce him and leave him because you don't believe what i believe no the bible speaks about that as well that you should stay married if you are married already you can stay married mm-hmm. and be a testimony to that person. Yeah. And hopefully your light will draw them in. Yes. But it doesn't necessarily mean that, well, I'm going to divorce this person. Yeah. And it's whatever. different when you're, you're making a conscious decision to do that after, after. the fact. But if you you're going I mean? into it, um, I wouldn't make that... I don't want to say a goal, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't intentionally do that or recommend that for anybody just because marriage, as you and I both know, like it's such a... <laughs> Uh. <laughs> <laughs> just one of those things it's just one of those it's it's, it's hard like yeah it's, it's, it's great i wouldn't want to go back to hard. single days don't get me wrong yeah i love being married but it's hard mm-hmm. and so it's hard and i'm with someone who's on the same journey with yes. the same footing as me so how much more would it how be much more you know what i mean to like navigate it with somebody who isn't on the same and how path? do you think someone could be 
what do you think someone's salvation would look like if you said they're on fire, yes. Bible reading, mm-hmm. praying on knees, whatever? How do you, what do you think the trajectory of their salvation would look like if they got married to somebody who, and we're talking after the fact, like you're so saved, first, saved, you get married to get like married your co-worker who, yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah, I just don't see that being the most, like, I don't see that being the smartest decision that you can make. I think it's important to, um, anything that you do that, that has like lifelong repercussions, you want to have people that can speak into your life about it, who can give you advice on it. And I don't think anybody would advise to go ahead yeah. and do it. So, And I do think if you're in a season of in your life where you're like, man, I just really want to get married, like, then please stop. Stop what you're doing. <laughs> stop what you're doing. Listen to the podcast. Stop what you're doing. <laughs> um, and think about the why. Why is it that you want to get married so badly right now? And what are you willing to lose in order to do that? Because marriage is gain. Marriage is a blessing. But if you are losing your salvation, you know what I mean? Right. If you're doing the absolute most um, to keep up with whatever you think is required of you in order for you to meet that person, then you have to start questioning things because God will and has always provided. And so even more in marriage because he looks at the relationship that he has with us just as marriage. He is very, very committed. You know what I mean? So- we also need to, we need to consider that when we're getting into marriage, man. Yeah, seriously. Um, I know for myself and we'll get into this probably in a future episode, like, um, maybe I can interview you and you can interview me. That's what, there's an episode idea we can write down. Yeah. Um, (laughs) just about like what our experience was, like our journey to marriage, um, was like, but I know for me, um, Gabriel started liking me. I didn't like it. No, I'm joking. Well, I did, I'm not joking. <laughs> but <laughs> Gabriel started liking me. But when I started actually getting feelings for him back, I was kind of like, this sucks. Because I was so content being single. Yeah. Like I'd finally gotten to that point where I was in relationships in the world and whatever. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just happy to be with you, God. Like yeah. I'm just, this is the first, not the first time in my life, but like as a, you know, teenager and going up where I didn't feel like I need to like have a guy. Yeah. There, there wasn't that pressure. That there was somebody. no pressure. I was just like, I'm just cool just being here. And then like, that's when Gabriel came in my life. Yeah. And so I was kind of like, look at the timing of God because yeah. God was like, when you will relinquish all control, get your hands off it and show me that you can be content alone. Yeah. Then I'll give you exactly. what you want. And it's, it's exactly when it needs to happen. Cause sometimes we try to like, jump the gun a little bit and it's just like oh yeah i like i want to get married now or like i want to get married like in a year from now and it's just kind of like god's just like chill out yeah okay chill out son chill out daughter that is not the time that i have for you yeah so you know what i mean like and then when he does come in his timing it's always like perfect like it just it works out it catches you by surprise and then you're able to go into it with a clear and level head you're not walking and knowing in that it wasn't like just heart yeah, eye emoji yeah all over exactly all filled up in your less okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was just you who like forced the hand exactly of, um what would you say then to the opposite of someone who says i don't really care to be married i don't want to get married you um well marriage isn't for me what, what, what would you say i would say because that's okay. be careful what you say first of all though yeah like pump your brakes on yeah marriage isn't for you um however there's nothing wrong with being content in your singleness and there's also nothing wrong with if you are at a, of a certain age and acknowledging that hey maybe i'm not supposed to get married 
Um, not but, everyone is going to be married. Not everyone's going to be single. Like, but just make sure that you are still living um, a life that brings glory to God. Don't be like, mm. I don't need to get married, and then you have right other ways of you right. know what i mean yes. You, yes you're not out there like with a little boy toy yeah. or you know what i mean sugar True. baby or whatever you want to call it do you know what i mean so you still have to remain pure you still have to True. remain um just you know with the same standards that you would have for yourself even if you were to get married like you know what i mean you still want to remain pure and, and clean. even too on the flip side of that is that some women are more dare i say self-righteous maybe prideful, mm-hmm. maybe um, uh, just self-sufficient, which, which self-sufficient is not a bad thing. No. But they go, they come from it like in the other way of like, I don't need to get married because like, I don't need a man. I don't need a man. Like yeah. super like. And okay, let's just say though, like that's something that's very prevalent within this that, generation that's where the it's, thing. it's incredibly normalized for the woman to feel like I make my own money. I got my own house. I got my own car. Right. But a man isn't supposed to be put in your life just to fulfill those things. Just so you can get a car, just so you can get a house. You can... That's gospel. So it doesn't really matter, Like, but good for you. But you also have to understand that there is something within society, there is something within generational curses that have caused men to um, not fulfill the roles that they're, they're called to. And so you might have seen that within your mother. Let's just say she was a single mother. And now you're going out into the world thinking like, well, my mom did this and I'm fine. Mm. But it's that's not how... God intended for things to be. So still be careful of the fact that you can have independence doesn't mean that when you become married, you're um all of a sudden like dependent or you're all of a yeah. sudden weak or you're all of a sudden incapable of providing um a certain type of life lifestyle for yourself. That's because true, I think man. that that's a very attractive thing that men are very interested in having women in their lives who they don't feel like I'm gonna be a father to you know what i mean like that's not the role of the husband exactly. for you exactly. you know what i mean like he's supposed to like you said like he's supposed to be your man not like not your father so that's okay to be independent i think that's actually like that's that's what's up like you know what i mean yeah. it's a good look to be independent you're not, to some extent like you're not needy for yes. marriage but you're not super rejecting self-righteous towards yeah. marriage yeah um and for some some people either of those could be you know, uh, where you see yourself or the situation and finding that balance, I think is important. Mm-hmm. There's a scripture here in Ecclesiastes four, and, um, I'm going to read it from the NLT version, but the heading is the advantages of companionship, mm-hmm. which I found so interesting. You know how, when you guys are reading your Bible, there's always like a heading and then a group of scripture and then a heading or whatever. Yeah. This one actually says the advantages of companionship. So it's Ecclesiastes 4, 7. It says, I observed yet another example of something meaningless under the sun. This is the case of a man who is all alone without a child or a brother, yet who works hard to gain as much wealth as he can. But then he asks himself, who am I working for? Why am I giving up so much pleasure now? It is also meaningless and depressing. Two people are better off than one for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But Mm. someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Likewise, two people lying close together can keep each other warm. But how can one be warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Yes. Three are even better for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. And a lot of um, people will give the example and say that third person in that cord is God. Yeah. So there's you, 
there's your companion and then there's God. And you know, like when you're doing like for the girls out there, you're twisting your hair. That's cool. But sometimes it unravels. Yeah. But when you braid, it holds together nicely. Yeah. And so, you know, being married is not a bad thing. This obviously isn't just talking about marriage or it's not even talking about marriage. It's not just talking about a companion, which yes. can be anyone, but having somebody that you can do life together with side by side um, with God in the middle can be very powerful be be very it is powerful 100%. you can conquer together you can um take over things together mm-hmm. you can bounce ideas off together and that's why you shouldn't even serve god alone i know i'm kind of digressing here but yeah that's why it's good to serve god am- among a community yeah iron sharpens iron someone you can bounce ideas off of someone who can check you um you know it's the advantages of companionship so it is good to be married it's not a bad thing it's no. not um you know something that you should put your back towards there's definitely an advantage to it i'd say yeah i agree all right so for this little segment we're just going to get into the comparison of godly versus worldly so i'm going to start off by asking essence because um i think she'd be able to shed some light on this so what what was your experience like before getting saved when you were interested in a guy or whatever you know now that you're saved you have different standards but what were some of the things that you looked for in a guy let's be real yeah um, he had to be a basketball player <laughs> <laughs> okay that was my number that was like my number one standard uh, That's so which is funny. so low yeah, yeah, yeah. low. and look i'm married to a soccer player so yeah. like god just laughed in my face and right. said that's not for you um but no like it it was pure vanity metrics yeah it was just okay you look good mm-hmm. you had to be tall because i i'm like taller than average for a girl so mm-hmm. you had to be like taller than me or like way taller um you had to be an athlete mm-hmm. um probably popular not like that wasn't like a requirement but that's kind of how it ended up <laughs> like just pure vanity metrics yeah. i just feel especially because i i got saved and became a christian when i was like 17 turning 18 too yeah so it's not like i was in my 25 you know yeah, yeah, yeah. age group or whatever it's all like high school stuff so yeah it, it was just very low standards and it's funny because a lot of people still kind of have like those types of standards in terms of like That's just very true. surfacey, very like how you look, just materialistic things. And then you'll find that with marriage, like you, <laughs> you very rarely, not rarely, let me not say rarely because I mean, <laughs> anyways, um, but not as often as you think. Are you just looking at 100%. that person? You know what when, I mean? Like it's not all just when like you're oh arguing, my gosh, you're so fine. When you're arguing, you're ugly. You're, I don't, don't think care it, who you are. <laughs> when we're arguing, we're both ugly. Okay. Oh, I don't care what gosh. anybody yeah, says. Like, you're just not thinking about those things. So now as a Christian, it's not just about what's on the outer because we all know that that will fade. Um, and if it doesn't fade, praise God to keep it intact. However, (laughs) there are things that are deeper. So now what are some things that you look for or that you have found in your spouse? So number one, I think with Gabriel, what drew me to him or what stood out to me um, with with him was that he loved God and he was serious about God. Yeah. He, I knew that he would be someone who could lead me to um, a better relationship with God, to Mm -hmm. be a better person. Not to say that I was looking at him to do those things for me, but I knew that he could sharpen me like that iron sharpens iron kind of thing. I knew that he wasn't a lower standard. He wasn't, I'm going to have to lift him up, you know, and then get him up to his feet. Like he just seemed to have it like together. Um, he knew what he wanted. It was more so like his mindset, like his drive, the fact that he was serious about God, serious about the things of God. Those were the things 
the fact that he he's good looking that was just a bonus it was yeah. like you know like that's just a bonus for me Thanks, you know but um it, it's really about the things in him and the characteristics in him that are gonna last until he's 65 75 85 it was yeah. not the things that like drew me to him when he was 21 that he may have a belly and yeah, yeah, yeah. or something and you know what it's funny because as you were talking i automatically thought about jesus that we have never seen him and Ooh, we haven't been wow. able to encounter him in that way in a physical aspect. Wow. It's all what we can connect wow. on. And you know what I mean? Deeper than that. And those are the things that sustain our relationship because, like I said, we've never seen his face. But, you know, here we are like 10 plus years later. And so, wow. you know, if you're... That, can sorry. we pause <laughs> on the revelation that you just dropped? Guys, did you hear what she just said? Think about this. We are in a marriage with God. We yeah. are in a relationship with God. And we are purely... In the relationship based on his character. Yeah, because drop the mic is. and stop the podcast <laughs> right now. Think about that. We've yeah. never seen God's face. We can't stand God's face. Like his glory is too yes. much. But think about that. We are not drawn to God for any of his physical attributes None. or even like what he can do for us. We're purely drawn to God based on his character. Like yeah. if you're not looking for a spouse based on their character, and I know it's so easy, maybe if you're single, to hear it from someone who's already married. Like yeah. let's be honest. Like you saying that and your husband looks good, you know, easy for you to say. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. but like realistically, both of our husbands have, have had a glow up. Yeah. Like they're better looking now than they were when we first got married. Yeah, because marriage does that. Like bonus starts to look more like me. Like what the heck? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but like that is such you can continue now, but that was a good revelation. Um, praise God. But you know what? Yeah, like it's just something that I was thinking of. And I just think that, okay, when I think of worldly relationships, for example, a lot of my references come from like TV shows and movies and, you know, maybe something that I read in a book. Or celebs. Um, yeah. And I think about how how weird it was that a lot of the things that I watched didn't really have a good example of of a relationship or what it should look like. When I think of like some of my favorite shows, for example, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, I loved, loved, yeah. loved that show. Will loved, 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 loved women. <laughs> and so he always had someone else. You know what I mean? All over the place. But the only time that he had someone that was consistent, that's when I saw the most growth in him mm. as a person. Um, when he was with, um, what's her name now? Yeah, it was Neil Long, but yeah. I can't remember her character's name. I think it was Lisa or something like that. Yeah. And um it just kind of it kind of just thinking about it, it just kind of shows you that when you find the right person, that they provide something that adds to your life. You know what I mean? Like it gives you that growth, it gives you just that change of mentality. And I think that's something that a godly relationship should do. I think it should give you growth. I think it should change your perspective in some in some ways, but for the better. You know what I mean? You want it to you want your relationship to glorify God and to have people desire that for the long haul. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of times we'll look at relationships that are worldly and it's like, oh, like, look how they're dressed the same and True. look how they, you know what I mean? All of these very surface things. True. But it's like, can you have a deep conversation with that person? Can you um, be vulnerable with that person? Or is it all just things that are, you know, easy like, to we say. look good together, we match, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, and it, I think it's important to want the same things yes. as your spouse. Like, I could be married to somebody else and we may, look good together on the outside or match up certain stats but like mentally can we vibe together yeah. like do we want the same things like do we look at family the same do we yeah. look at children the same like um because people will joke and be like 
you and Gabriel are like opposites or like when Gabriel first told your husband that, Hey, I want to talk to Essence. He was like, no, yeah. don't, yeah, <laughs> don't do it. I don't think because like, if you know anything about me and Gabriel, like he's a freshie yeah. and I am hashtag Toronto gal. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it just on the outside doesn't even look like it can match. But when you got down to the grid of it, we wanted the same things. We had yeah. the same goals. Like our family was very important to us or um, our morals and values. Mm-hmm. Those things were important to us we're both like active and we like those kinds of things our lifestyles match up yeah and sometimes you need to just get down to paper do you know what i mean yeah you need to just write some things about yourself write things about the person that you're interested in and kind of just see what what matches up because if you're only looking at what you look like beside me then that's a huge huge problem because for the long haul that's not gonna last and it doesn't matter so asking flipping it back to you and asking you what would you say is the biggest um growth the i guess the biggest thing that you've seen in yourself in terms of growth since mm-hmm. you've got from your singlehood to you getting married yeah. like what aspect of like your character your personality or um, even of you what has what where have what you grown i guess i mean again renee was young when she got um when she became a christian as well so yeah it's not like she, when i was 16 so yeah. i mean i was pretty Pretty young, pretty impressionable at that time. But um, I would say that the biggest thing that has um, changed within me from, you know, right before I got married to now is is confidence. Mm. Um, and I know that my confidence comes from Jesus, but I also know that Jesus put my husband in my life and he gives me a different type of confidence. Right. And he, um, he encourages me in a different way than anybody else can. He can just speak into my life. And um, I really do believe that it's it's God that uses him as an instrument for True. that. Because ultimately, God wants to use me. And he can't use me when I'm doubting myself mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. doubting the talents or the gifts that God mm-hmm. has put within me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, someone who can be like your, your cheerleader, your hype man. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's very important in a marriage is to have someone that's going to cheer you on and allow you to grow and develop rather than... You know what I mean? Like being fearful of the shine that you get or whatever the case may be. I think it's important that you have someone in your corner, even if their their gift isn't words of encouragement, Mm -hmm. but just knowing that they can support you. you. Yeah, Yeah, they can support you in any way. Like um, if you have a business or something, they're going to invest in your business. Mm -hmm. Hey, I need you you to watch the kids while we do our podcast, you know, (laughs) stuff like that. Like someone who's just going to support you in any level or in any way. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I think that's a good point. All right, guys. So thank you guys so much for listening this week. Obviously, we kind of really, really went in on um, the subject of worldly relationships versus godly relationships. And next week, I'm super excited because we're going to be talking about good guy versus good guy for you. So we'll really be kind of picking in, you know, like really going in. in. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be good because I think that one is that one's going to be interesting. Just (laughs) let's just just say that. Stay tuned. Yeah, it's going to be gonna be really interesting and guys if you have any questions we're gonna be answering all of your questions we're gonna be keeping you guys anonymous and everything so don't worry about that any questions concerning the episode we just did any questions about marriage or dating courtship guys singlehood any of those kinds of things hit us up on ig at her soul speaks podcast or email us your question at her soul speaks podcast at gmail.com yes and as always thank you guys so much for listening don't forget to like comment subscribe share everything that we do with everyone that you know (laughs) and we'll see you guys next week thanks for listening bye